Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All aboard! <laughs> You're on the crazy train with the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. And with the number one pick in Outdoors Radio, it's the we, Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors, drafted with the, number one. With the number four pick in the NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers select the wealthy single straight white <laughs> landowner from Douglas County. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome, folks. This is the second hour of power with Danny Bush and me, Tommy the True Newbauer, and Christian Jez Kulski on the, the board. Am, am I the undrafted free agent? We, uh, yeah, yeah that's you. what you are. Can... And if you want to get in touch with us with questions, comments, want to brag about a nice fish you caught or a big turkey you there. caught or a shot, I should say. All you got to do is call us at 414-799-1250. That's 799-1250. Or you can always email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. All right, second hour. Boy, we've already got one hour down, another hour to go. I'm going to check this email box, see if we got anything. Well, you do that. By, you by, know, the, way, guys, by the way, guys, by the way, round of applause. We've been talking nothing but fishing yeah. and outdoors yeah. all show. Well, let's wreck that. Yeah. All morning so, long. You oh, know, let's wreck that. Jazz, Go ahead. I, speaking of NFL draft, I was a three-position athlete in high school on the football team. I was guard, tackle, and end. I, for, sat, I sat at the end of the bench. I guarded the water bottle and tackled anyone who came near it. I was actually going to get a serious conversation and make a point uh, that, yeah, that's normal. Yeah. You see guys that'll play guard and tackle. You, Jeez, come on. Well, you see these pipes here. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those pipes. I used to be mighty, but... I, I think you, you should stop talking to Jazz and let him answer the phone. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> he can wait. It's fine. I was no, we were, we, we were having we were we having such good radio no, connection just, right here. We're just we don't like we're our, making eye contact. Yeah, we and everything. don't we don't like to make our callers wait because we have so few of them. Oh come on, Tom! <laughs> well, wait, wait to ruin the moment, you know, Tom. We, do, we, we don't people get a lot want to call of all the time. See now, now we don't have the. Oh, color. blame me for that! No, no, uh, no I'm, I'm oh, not yeah, blaming, blame, I'm yeah, not blaming yeah. you. You know We're, what? That's that's nice. Are shy. Real I'm, nice, Tom. Point the finger at everybody I, else. I'm you point blaming, the finger at somebody when no. there's adversity going on instead of pointing the finger at yourself and saying, "How can I help the situation?" There's our I, I did help the situation. I let you know that somebody <laughs> was calling. <laughs> I did help. They'll call back. They'll call yeah, back. They'll Hopefully call back. they'll call back. If you call if you're if you're if you're listening and, and you called in, I apologize. The last, I missed you. Um Yeah, because most radio stations you call you you'd be ringing for twenty minutes before, you know, anybody and then they put you on hold for another yeah. fifty. Well that's because so those what, guys have get a lot of calls. But we do too, Tom. Uh we don't get well, that what, many. they had to put in a whole new circuit board just to handle all our <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff here. <laughs> all our Not stuff. to mention our email blowing up over there. Oh yeah, it's just blowing up. <laughs> yeah. Most e- you know, most emails that are sent are sent in during our last segment. 
But I turned the computer off for that last segment because there's not enough time. You want to really know get why to we them. don't get a lot of calls? So I answered those emails during the week. Okay. You want to know why it's hard to get a lot of calls right now? It's too goddamn early in the morning. If it this is. show were like at four or five o'clock, people tell me yeah. that well, number one, it's hard to get up and get going and and and, and tune in. Mm-hmm. But even those that listen always tell me, well, I wanted to call in, but they just kind of don't. I was eating my feel. breakfast. Yeah, I was, they're, oh, they're chilling. They don't feel like calling and Ours, yakking yeah, right they now. They were jogging, you know, you know what? walking. You know, what? for those that aren't listening, you know, I'm in the studio right now. I was reading a book till 1 a.m. and still got here at yeah. 5 a.m. Yeah. Do we have that caller now? Yeah, we got oh, Keith. Hey, over. We got Keith over in Waukesha. Got a fishing hey. report for us. Good morning, Keith. Share your picture book. Good with morning, us later. guys. <laughs> how, how's everything going by you? Well, glad you answered the phone, Tommy. This is Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Tommy, it's about <laughs> yeah. time you picked up the phone. Yeah, yeah it's about yeah, time. God dang, Tom! I'll tell you. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, boy. I got a first-hand fishing report for you if you want it. Hey, yes. you got a hot one coming in. Yeah. Where yeah. were you? Right down the middle of the plate. Early last week, I decided to make the trip up to Ocado, Marinette, Peshtigo. Okay. Yeah. What's happening? Oh, the big girls are there. Yeah? Yeah, the biggest I got was 29, but barely, I... What kind of to... fish? Walleyes, Tom. Yeah, I know, but our listeners don't know that. Everybody knows that. No, they don't. Everybody knows his walleye. No, don't they? they don't. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... <laughs> Could have been talking perch, crappies. A twenty-nine inch perch. Tom would yeah. give you a thousand dollars for that. By the way, for a twenty-nine inch crappie, only twenty inches. Oh, 29 yeah. now. But uh, I was surprised at the number of people up. Uh, you you know the O'Connell launch up there, don't you? Yes, sure. Danny. There does. was on Monday. There was a hundred and fifty boats there. Yeah, yeah. And Marinette wasn't as bad, maybe fifty or sixty. So I. Did a little exploring and found a little less crowded area. And there's fish all over up there, if you know what so, you're looking for. So what for was your main lure of choice for catching these wall jobs? I used jigs and plastics. Okay. What you kind know, of plastics? Uh, swimming minnow type of baits. That's okay. what I worked. A lot of guys were using, uh, like, crankbaits and uh, uh, rattle traps, that mm-hmm. type of deal. But so were you, like, anchoring, drifting, or trolling? Or? I prefer to anchor. Uh, I saw a report on that thing. Some guy says they're trolling in a bay. If you're trolling in a bay, you got to have an icebreaker in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> so are you in the river or just out I of the mouth? In, I stayed in the rivers. Uh, these, the mouths are a zoo. You know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. the lake, I'm, I'm by myself. I'm 7, I'll be 72. And uh, you get on that lake and that ice starts moving around. And sometimes if it gets a little late, you can't see the parts that break off. You right. know what I mean? Right, right. So uh, I prefer to err on a safety side yeah so you uh you caught quite a few huh well the i didn't catch a lot but the ones i caught were all super did they still have spawn the every female i caught was still full and hard as a rock all, all right. right but the water temperature was going from monday morning i think it was like 39 to 40 and tuesday morning i could only fish a day in the, in the morning so well. uh and it, Tuesday morning, it, it was up to about 44, and some guys told me they found pockets of 46 right outside the harbor mall. So. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for that report, Keith. Keith, we appreciate it. But they were there, and, uh, well, like I say, it's a crapshoot. You know, some guys got them, some guys didn't. So All right. You know, Pestigo River well, Dam, too, real quick. <laughs> elbow to elbow, that place, well, you know, ever been up there. Uh, yes. Guys fishing offshore, there was must have been 100 guys there. So. Oh, God.
Well, I'm not going to go there. All right. <laughs> no. Thanks, Keith. Okay, bye-bye. Appreciate it. Bye now. And who else you got, Chaz? All right, real quick, we're going to go to Carolyn on the southwest side. Carolyn? Carolyn. Hey, Hi. Carolyn. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just called in before when you were talking about having callers to say that my husband's listened faithfully to your show for years. And then I started listening because, first of all, I love all your funny stories and the laughter. To wake up Saturday morning and have that is, you know, a good way to start your day. You mean the um, old guy's teasing the young guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like all the laughter. I thought, oh, my gosh. And so now I'm hooked, too. Well, <laughs> well, you know, Carolyn, you know, this show, I don't know if you ever heard the opening. You know, we are live and we're unscripted. We don't, we don't plan like anything. I like that. <laughs> and so Danny and me are just shooting from the hip every morning. And, oh. and we like... You know, yes, we talk about the outdoors, fishing and hunting and other uh, outdoorsy stuff, but we like to have fun, and there are other things in life, you know? Oh, right. No, and, it's just great. Well, thank you very yeah, much. Thanks for listening. Okay. Thank You're you. Welcome. Okay, bye now. And who yeah, else you got? Yeah like, yeah, like when you guys have fun enjoying uh, Bushy, well, we, from calling, my, calling my name a fat name. Well, we got we to rip on somebody. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Appreciate I'm it. Feeling... So remember that email that you uh, – go yeah. ahead. I apologize. You were going to say something? Um, no, 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 now you got, now you got my Alzheimer's setting in. I you can't mean even that remember email from my name. Joe? Oh, Is that what you meant? Yeah. Remember the email? Yeah. I got him on the line right now. Is this yeah. Joe? It sure is. Hey Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You're hey. live on the Midwestern Shooter Supplies yeah, Cutting so Edge Outdoors. Yeah, so careful you don't swear or anything. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, of course, no, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, bad no, words. No, I have to. I have to agree though. Your your show is a riot. Yeah. It's well, that's uh, good. We the, appreciate you listening, word. by God. <laughs> well, you know, well, I started I started listening to you guys uh, on podcasts, and uh, now I have to tune in live because. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny, you way. know, you know. Let's face it when 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 you're in the out of doors, you know, fishing and hunting, a lot of goofy things happen every now and then, you know. And, oh, uh, like the aliens and the hot eggs. Oh, of course, yeah. There's <laughs> you just never know. Not jo- Joe. Tell <laughs> me, these two. Yardbirds do not know that aliens are the greys. They're not. You knew well, that, right? They, 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 they definitely are the greys. I mean, come on. I'm, come go- on. I'm googling what, this you guys right been now. Living under a rock or something? I'm, I'm googling yeah, this. Just Google, Google the greys. You'll know what happens. Google greys, and are... I think you'd spell it G R E Y S. Right, college boy, not G R A Y S. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, Joe, have you been uh, out fishing, or you got any big plans for up uh, the weekend next weekend? Well, uh, to be quite honest with you guys, I've been sharpening hooks and getting ready for spring fishing because I'm done looking at ice. Amen, brother. It has been a very long winter up here, and uh, we're we're all ready to be done ice fishing, but we still see a lot of action out there, guys out there uh, on four-wheelers and with their tip-downs trying for crappies and stuff. And I don't know, at this point, I think we all just can't wait for opener. Yeah, I agree, and, and it might be a little late up north there. You know, yeah, so we're going to be tip up fishing. I feel like yeah. so. So what? What area are you at, Joe? Uh, we're in Rhinelander. In Rhinelander. Oh wow. Yeah. Yep. Home of the home of the greatest Chinese hey, restaurant in you, the world. Can you get me Peking. a hook up on the Hodeg Fest? There, <laughs> I got any any connections on tickets there? No, you do. You, uh, you want a connection on tickets, huh? I heard I'd have it's to look pretty up wild. A different radio station, I think, for that. Oh, I heard it's pretty wild up there at the old Hodeg. Uh, if I can, if I can be honest with you, I've never been to it and have no interest. I've, I've heard a lot of stories. A lot of crazy things happen up there. Kind of yeah. sorted, huh? Is is alcohol involved? 
No, never. No, <laughs> not, not one bit at a country music festival. What? No way. Yeah, what? up in up oh, in northern Wisconsin, what goes on not at all. Fest stays at Hodeg so, Fest. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot like Vegas, except for um, you know, it's probably not as fun. Not as yeah. many light bulbs. People are a lot heavier. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah, ask. That is a fact. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> ask you this. I, I did. I don't honestly know what Hodeg Fest is. What it is? It's a country music. Festival? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a, yeah. a huge country music fest. It, I mean, it pumps the community. It's been uh, going on for years. Yeah, I know. They told me about that it, in yeah. the, like 1981. As somebody just, told me, he says he just loved it. Back I just then. didn't know they had uh, a big, you know, what do you got? Like a big area for the stage set, of outdoor Everybody stage. Everybody camps and stuff. Yeah, or? you know, we got a Walmart. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just went up, by the way. <laughs> no, and they're no, hiring if have, anybody's you, looking. You've you've made it at a, as a city when you get a Walmart. <laughs> yeah, you bet. No, uh, we have a uh, huge grounds with uh, tons of campsites. Uh, people reserve their campsites uh, way in advance, and uh, they just go out there, and it's it's an outdoor car- stage. Yeah, carry-ins, and and you can hear it; it booms throughout the entire town. It reminds me of the Mole Lake uh, 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 music festival. Oh, I've heard of that one years ago. I, that I, one. I, went, I went up there. I was there for the last one, as a matter of fact. Were you married at that time, too? Yeah, Tom? my wife Ooh. let me go with one of my buddies. And, uh, Boy, big, mole, big, that, big mistake. You said, yeah, mole, you said mole that, I don't go to country fest. That, that's I'm well, this, can't do that. That's why Tom well, looked this like wasn't, Tom Selleck back then. This, this wasn't country. This was... Uh, more rock and everything else, right. you know. Oh, even more dangerous. Uh, and it was uh, the last one. I was there for one before that, but that last one was uh, when they started burning down the stage, and ooh, there was a lot of I, weird stuff going on. Was, was Hell's Angels providing oh, security? Oh, they were there. No, actually, the the Indian community they they had their own security uh, because one year some guy got. Stabbed, he got killed, you know. But uh, yeah, there's, they a lot of, there's a lot. But of the, there were a lot, a lot of bikers there. up there providing their own security. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. So it was a lot of fun, actually. Mole Lake. Hey, you well, said? Hodeg is definitely yeah. not that crazy, but it's a good time. Do I you ever? Here. Now, the Hodeg is a mythical beast. Have you ever actually seen anybody up there? <laughs> okay. Who oh, okay. Actually, love. Oh, there was a guy. Okay, that's what I want to hear. There, there's, there's a guy. guy. That's what we were getting there's to. There's a guy, and he decided. Since Rhinelander was a logging town, he decided he would mess with all the loggers, and his name was Gene Shepard. And so he built out of deer antlers and wood a model of this creature. Google the hodag, you'll see a black and white picture when they actually figured out what it was. Mm-hmm. But they'd put it in the woods to scare these guys while they were out cutting wood. Oh. And so then it became this Rhinelander legend until somebody got the guts to go up to one and say, hey, this isn't real. So that's the story of how the legendary Hodeg started then. Yeah, 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 believe it or not, there's actually a Scooby-Doo episode about that. And then, <laughs> and Gene Shepard, wasn't he the guy who flew to the moon too or something? Uh, that was his brother. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think this guy was that kind of caliber. multi-talented. That guy was a renaissance man. Oh, God. Well, listen, we got to go to a break, Joe. Thanks for calling. Hey, good luck fishing this year. Yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. We'll talk to you yeah, soon. Yeah, we'll talk right. to you again. Thanks for listening Bye again, now. Joe. Bye-bye. <laughs> he says he well, listens to us on podcast. Yeah. Well, so do I. Yeah, Because I'm here. I can't listen to us. Yeah. I got to go home and listen to us. Podcast. Right? Let's go to a break. Okay. Sounds good. This is the Midwestern kind of Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, it's The Fan. A befuddled look. 
to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm oh, Dan we... Bush, along with Tom the True Neubauer. Thanks for yep. listening this morning. Hunting and Fishing Report, 799-1250. Give us a call. Maybe call and tell us what your plans are for opening weekend. Speaking of opening weekend, yeah. we've got Ben Heisner on, on the line. He's our fishing local wildlife biologist, fishing. I might mess that title up, Ben. <laughs> but uh, Fishing biologist. Yeah. There we go. Good morning, Ben. Yeah. And, Good uh, morning. Thanks. I know we've had, had you in the studio pre, in previous years. And I know there's been a lot of work done down here in southeastern Wisconsin on fish habitat regulations. Maybe you can kind of fill us in on on any of the new stuff and what uh, anglers can expect next week. Yeah, fishing uh, outlook's pretty good. We got a lot of walleyes on the landscape thanks to the uh, walleye initiative. We've been stocking six to eight inch large fingerling walleyes in a number of southern Wisconsin lakes, as well as around the state. And... Um, we're seeing really good results, good survival, good growth. Um, we're actually on our way to Pewaukee Lake right now where we're on about week six of netting, and uh, we've captured over 4,000 walleyes in Pewaukee Lake this year. Any real big ones that you've captured? Our biggest fish this year uh, netting has been a 27-inch walleye, wow. and then uh, for muskie we've caught a half-inch shy of 50. I told the guy to measure it at 50, but he had to be honest. Forty nine and a half. Uh, if that were Ben, if that were a hook and line angler, that, maybe fifty. Yeah, because the rarest muskie in the world is a forty nine and a half inch muskie. I can't agree more. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's funny. So now you guys have been uh, netting and um, and not just for walleyes. Am I correct on this that you're doing like a fish survey right now out there? Yeah, it's comprehensive survey that covers all species we're seeing a lot of good looking panfish out there the average size has gone up in the past few years we feel that's a direct result of the increased number of walleyes preying the number of panfish down so fewer fish means better growth so we're seeing better panfish size structure out there we're seeing more northern pike seeing excellent muskie population Mm -hmm. as always and then the walleyes have really come on so yeah Yeah, the walleyes for tomorrow for all their efforts yeah, they do a great job. You know, the northern pike on Pewaukee Lake, Ben, that, that, that's just been, you know, years ago, if you caught a pike, it was like, oh, wow, I caught a pike. Now, you know, you catch more of them, and they're they're big, <laughs> you know? Yeah, we've been trying to do what's called biomanipulation, where we get a little more restrictive regulations and some aggressive stocking. And we've been stocking northern pike, and they have fin clips. They have alternating years left and right ventral fin clips, so we've We've seen a fair number of those fish, so they're helping that population along. They come from Wild Road State Fish Hatchery. Now, I would think um, we've had higher water level, like this year anyway, it seems like we had a lot of water. I would think that that should help possible spawning habitat for the pike as well, where maybe we'll get some natural reproduction. Yeah, I don't know which waters you're talking about. Uh, Pewaukee Lake's down a couple feet right now. Is it? But yeah, that one's Normally, down. high water relates to good year classes. Um, good natural reproduction, both for walleye and northern pike. Um, you know, we don't see any reproduction of muskie in our area, but absolutely as far as high water correlating with good year class strength. Now, as far as southeastern Wisconsin, now you said there's a lot, you guys are planting a lot of the 6 to 8 inch uh, uh, walleyes. Which bodies of water specifically are they going in right now? Well, you know, for southern Wisconsin, some of the bigger names include Mendota, Geneva, um, we got Pewaukee, and then in uh, Waukesha County specifically, we've got, you know, Golden Lake, Namabin, we've got 
Danoon, Little Muskego, Kesis. So, yeah, pretty much across the landscape, there's a, a smattering. Over in Jefferson County, we got Rock Lake and Ripley. So, you know, you of, me- Ben, you mentioned Little Muskego. Um, <clears throat> now, it, it, the water's going back in it, right? Because you guys drew it down quite a ways to get rid of that. What was it called? Some kind of wart weed? I forget the starry name. Starry stonework. Yeah, yeah starry it, stonework. It was drawn down over winter to help freeze right. out the, the reproductive ball bills, they call them. Right. And uh, we won't know uh, the results of that um, management effort until we're in the full growing but, season. But so. the water's back in the lake now, right? Yep, and we're back yeah. to normal fishing regulations, so okay. it's open for opening season. Speaking of fishing regulations, is there is there anything new, noteworthy that maybe listeners should know about in southeastern Wisconsin here? Yes, uh, it's an eighteen inch minimum length limit and daily bag limit of three for walleye across uh, Racine, Kenosha, Walworth, Waukesha, um, Washington counties. So those areas we expect to have those uh, that eighteen inch minimum length limit protect those fish another year for spawning. And we're seeing that right now. The walleyes for tomorrow group we're working with, we're we're actually stripping eggs from a lot of four-year-old females that are 17 inches. So mm-hmm. that's exactly why we have that 18-inch size limit. The fish grow a little faster down here, makes them vulnerable to harvest their first winter before they're spawning if we use a 15-inch size limit. Right. That's a good idea. What Do you think it would like maybe reduce some of the regulation as if that was a statewide limit, you know, three fish, 18 inches? It, it may. um not sure uh, how that fits across the landscape on, you know, every water's different. So we do right. want to maintain some level of individual regulation. But in the south here, it, it definitely is a good fit for most of our lakes, given the faster growth rate. Right. Let, let me ask you this, Ben. Do you, what are the pot? We're, we're putting them in a lot of lakes. You just mentioned earlier, kind of alluded to the fact that the muskies really don't reproduce much if at all on Pewaukee. What are the odds or chances that we'll have self-sustaining walleye populations in any of these lakes? I think the chances are fairly decent. It all depends on how much we expect to harvest. Mixed recruitment means, you know, both stock and natural reproduction. I foresee us managing waters in that aspect, you know, so we get a, a fair portion of natural reproduction occurring, but we help it along with some stocking efforts. And we're already seeing that on a number of systems, including all the waters that are um, connected to the Oconomowoc and Bark River chain. Are there any habitat improvement restoration programs that can be done to help improve spawning habitat for the walleyes? Most notably, you know, we took out the middle Bark River dam on the roller mill dam on uh, Mill Street there in Delafield. You know, we're seeing walleye spawn in downtown Delafield now, so... Projects like that that allow fish to move throughout systems really helps out. Fish passage is very important for these fish when it comes to uh, natural reproduction. So. Okay, you know where the river comes in through, like, St. John's Bay over on Nagawica? Yep. Okay, is that a fish sanctuary back there? Yes, it's uh, closed in the Bark River area uh, upstream of the confluence. Right. Yeah, yeah. because, uh, you know, last year... A friend of one of my sons sent him a picture of all these walleyes and pike he was catching, you know, and he and he told him where he was, and my son told me, and I said, hey, that that's a fish sanctuary. He can't be fishing back there, you know. So he wrote back to this guy and said, hey, you, you can't be back there, you know. 
You can't be yeah, we, catching we those fish there. We typically have those areas posted with fish refuge signs. Another fish refuge is the Oconomowoc River below right. Okachi, and then as well as the Middle Bark from right. Nagawika all the way to Namabin. Yeah. Uh, some people can't read, you know. Well, <laughs> well Ben, Ben, I want to thank you. You've done a great job working with the Pewaukee chapter of Walleyes for Tomorrow. So, I mean, they've done a good job, but you've done a re- it's been a good partnership, and you guys have done some great things. That's what it's all about, collaboration, and uh, it's been fun working with them. We're going to go see them in about 15 minutes here and give them some walleye eggs. All, all right. right. Hey, sounds great. Thanks for coming on the show, All ben. right. Thanks, Ben. Have a good day. Okay. Bye now. And with that, we got to go to a break. This is the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors on 105.7 FM, The Fan, and 12.50 AM. Western Shooters Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Yeah. You know, after I mentioned, Danny, that uh, we didn't get a lot of phone calls, this morning we've been getting a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Well, I want to thank our listeners. Carolyn, yeah. thank you. You made Tom, you touched the cockles of his heart. You made Tom feel good. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and now that lines are lighting up like Christmas trees now, mm-hmm. Jazz can relax back there a little bit. <laughs> Tom won't yell at him to answer the one call <laughs> yeah. we've gotten yeah, the in one, one Yeah, week. the one out of yeah. like 12 calls up. we've taken today. Yeah. It won't be Jazz's fact, fault. We got somebody on the line now, too. See? Yeah, we've, got, we've got Quinn over in Brookfield on the Lancer side. All right. Not the Spartan side, the okay, Lancer the side. The Lancer side. So what? Who cares? Hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. I gotta, I'm prideful for my Lancers. Did you say okay. Lynn? Lynn? Quinn. Quinn. Hi, Q, Quinn. With a, with a Q. Hi, Quinn. Hey, how you doing? Hey, All right. what's happening? What's going on with you? We're on our way up to uh, Port Washington to fish by the uh, power plant. Hey, you know, just, yeah, how's, uh, how they've been doing up there? I don't know. Well, That's call and tell us next week. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to let us next, know you're next week. Because <laughs> I have not been out there yet this year. Uh, reports that I heard, I heard they're getting a bunch of browns off the Sheboygan Pier right now. Uh, I haven't heard of any other areas, but I would think it should be prime time. Okay, what yeah. what's uh, what's what's good to use? Well, there? Uh, off the off the plant there, every every uh, port harbor that you go to has their own unique guys using certain methods. I do know when I used to fish off the uh, nuclear plant, uh, two rivers in the spring, smelt little if you could get small smelt or little alewives, and you put those on like a Wolf River rig and kind of let those go drift out in the current. Or you can just get some small lake shiners, Tom. Some golden shiners. Yeah. Golden shiners work really good, like that medium to large size golden shiners. Those are good. And, and jig them? Well, I would put them under a float. I think guys like to just cast them out and let them drift off yeah. into the current. Yeah. You can use a very light weight. you know, and do it that way. Or you could put them under a float if you'd like. Because, you know, those, those fish will be up and down that water column, you know. 
Yeah, okay. I, I, I always, when you go to those places, I always just look and see what the local yokels are doing, too. You know, they might have a different twist on how they're putting, what kind of sinker they're using or what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one method that worked great for me years ago um, was I, I would get a small Rapala, and I'd put about a 20-inch lead line, and I'd have it on a Wolf River rig, and I'd have about a one-ounce sinker drop down about six inches low and you slowly let that go out into the current as long as you're in the enough of the discharge and current where you got tension in the line uh where that rapla can just flutter up and down and just and wiggle and wiggle yeah you can actually if you can set it up like that and i used to actually just take an old rag and tie my rod to the pier and just wait for the rod to start bucking uh, that was a deadly way to get them. If if you can, you know, you want to let out as much line as you can, but you got to keep enough tension in there to keep keep the uh, rapla moving. Okay. Well, will you call us last week, next week and tell us how you did? We sure will. All, All right. right. Sounds luck. great. Thanks. Thank you. Okay. Bye now. Yeah, we used to go to that one place up by Port Washington. It, it was I, I don't know if it was a power plant or what, but. You'd stand along uh, the railing area. Right, that's there, what he's and, talking yeah, about. There. Yeah, yeah. We used to fish there. Yeah, and and we would use uh, uh, golden shiners, basically. Yeah, that's where. Right. Well, that's where he's going then. Yeah, right there. Yeah, and, we did uh, a lot of that. Golden shiners, and would you just chuck them out and let them drift on through the current and and keep making casts? Or uh, what were you doing? Actually, I used a slip bobber. Slip bobber. I would use a slip bobber and I'd try at different depths. You know, if I wasn't getting any bites at a certain depth, I would raise okay. it up, drop it down, whatever. But slip bobbers were great there, yeah. But the only problem is, is when you got a lot of people there, right? And it may, it's, and it's hard, and especially if you get a fish on. If people don't wind in their lines, you know, you're going to get some tangles, you know. Right. And then you get people who are upset, and yeah, it's it's kind of a pain if there's a lot of people there. If there's only like a half a dozen, that's not a big deal. But if there's a couple dozen people, because it only can take up so much room. You know, you know. There's only so much space, I mean. It's just a shame that we had to have, have you know, where you can't go fish by nuclear plants anymore. Yeah. Because I used to fish that one by, there was Kiwani and there was two rivers. Um, I would like to, I'd normally like the two rivers one, because you could, the, the discharge came straight out from underneath your feet. Oh, okay. So you could just fish, you know, straight out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Port Washington, it kind of comes from the side. Mm-hmm. Same with the, the Kiwani one. You had to fish from the side. You weren't standing right over the top. But they had a nice fish pier right over the top. And uh, I remember one spring day. It was about in April, as a matter of fact. And uh, I was out and fished all day long and didn't catch a single brown. I was using my killer Rapala method. And everybody left. And it turned dark. I was the only guy out there, and then a couple guys came with a dip net, and they mm-hmm. started dipping the net and catching nothing, and all of a sudden, the smelt moved in, Uh-oh. and these guys were pulling up, and then in the, the, the light from the nuclear plant, you kind of you, your eyes adjusted, and you could see down in the water these dark football-shaped shadows in amongst the smelt, oh. and I proceeded to hammer brown after brown after brown. Really? I had to, I had nobody there to net them, so I would hook them, and I would go down the pier about 40 yards, down a pier, just free spooling, yeah. get to the beach, drag one up on the beach, run back up, catch another one, beach it. Wow. I, I got my limit. 
and and I was the only guy there. I couldn't really? put that rapla in for one oh, minute. Oh, that's that technique you were yeah. saying. Oh man, you know that they were slamming. It. And the other thing that yeah. were the best one that I settled on, Tom, was they used to make a little rainbow trout pattern sure. rapla. It was like an inch long, the floating model. Yeah, that was deadly. And then the other one, rebel. Remember the rebel minnows? They were sure. kind of similar. My brother had a couple of these tiny little blue ones. They were thinner and so small, mm-hmm. but those little rebels were deadly too. Wow. But I thought that that was a good idea that you said about how you, you, you get it in the current and and that rapala will keep wiggling behind oh, yeah. it. You know, I mean that's a that's a good idea. And, and you and you don't really have to move it much. You don't have to no, do anything. You do anything. And you watch yeah. it, you watch it in the current, it'll kinda sometimes with the currents raise up, yep. it'll go, go down. down. Yeah. And those trout are suckers for it. But I think we talked to somebody, Tom, who said they were using that method, um, I think, on the Wolf River for walleyes now, too. Yeah. That you can do the same kind of a thing. Yeah, and I think, and especially if the river's moving a little quicker, you know, yeah, that would work. I know guys do with the flatfish and quick fish. Yeah. I have heard that on some rivers, they will will use a similar method for the steelhead, Mm -hmm. where they'll let that go out in the river current and just kind of let it just flutter around mm-hmm. and wiggle out there. Same type thing. Kind of a stationary, it's stationary lure yeah. fishing. But if you don't have current, can't You got to have current. <laughs> you got to have current. Yeah. All right. We. I guess we should go to a break. It's about that time. Uh, we got a few more things coming up after this break. If you want to get in, just give us a call at 799-1250. Questions, comments, you want to brag about a big fish. Well, whatever. Tell us some lies. Yeah, why not? We tell each other lies all the time. Five inches to the fish. Alien report. (laughs) Treating your driveway report. Yeah, alien reports. We'll take marriage counseling report. Three things a guy always lies about: his bench press, his girlfriends, and his fish. All right, to break. (laughs) All right, folks. We'll be right back with more on FM the fan. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. And I can't believe, Tom, that the time is just two hours flying by. We're in the final countdown, having a great time today. Yep. Thanks to all our listeners, callers, and... Uh, yeah, speaking of callers, we got a few. We still got. Oh, yeah. my God. Steve in Waukesha. Hey, Steve. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, guys. Good. Love the show. Hey, good. Cool. What's Thanks, on your man. mind? So this week, uh, my buddy Tuz and I, we were out fishing on Golden Lake on Monday and Pewaukee yesterday, and we didn't get a single bite. And that's odd because they're usually and, hammering on Pewaukee. And what were you bluegills. fishing for, bluegills? Yeah, slip bobbers and night crawlers. Yeah, well, my guess is the temper- cold, the water yeah. temp is probably just too cold yet. Were you in shallow? We were shallow, and we went deep. We went up to twenty feet. How um, about well? What what would you say, Tom? Would maybe somewhere on like Stumpy Bay and Okachi be better? Something like that, where it's probably going to warm up. Well, Stumpy Bay and Okachi will do good, but if the, if it's still too cold, if the water's too cold, I mean, you'll still find a few panfish in that shallower water, like in Stumpy Bay. But the majority of the fish are going to be right out right outside that, like on Pewaukee Lake. Uh, you know where the island is off of the yep. county launch. Yep, we are right okay. there, and uh, okay. that's where I usually catch all my pants. Okay, but and you know, you know that you know that bay just to the south of the island there. Yep. Okay, now that's a good place where they'll come in and spawn. But if it's 
you know, if if they're not in yet, you got to go off into the weed lines and and look for them there. Now, you know, let's face it, they're not going to be along all the weed lines or out in deeper water, but they'll be somewhere out there. They got to be somewhere. You just got to like basically drive around and watch a locator and look for the schools of them. But uh, yeah, this is a funny time of year. You know, it's 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 either hit or miss. But I think uh, within a week or so, or actually after Monday and Tuesday when it's going to be real Seven. warm, yeah, then maybe like the end of the week will be really good. And fish are susceptible to pressure and so forth. So mm-hmm. uh, barometric pressure, weather changes. I think right, that can right. throw them off. I think the best thing we need is some warm, stable weather yep, for a while. Definitely. Hey, good luck. Let us know how you do next time, all right? I will. Thank you, guys. All right. Yep. Bye now. And who else do we got, Jazz? Oh. Turn your mic on, Jazz. Come on. There you go. It's amateur hour today. Dan and Dan out in Okachi. Hey, Hi, Dan. what's up, Dan? Hi, Dan. Morning, guys. What's on your Show, mind? Show's been great. Uh, just wanted to point out, I'm out here by uh, Okachi Lake, by the actually by Oconomowoc River on Highway P and yep. 16 there. Yep. Uh, the bridge, there's quite a few uh, really big muskies in there right now. And oh, a lot of people look. Are you looking over them? Adam? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the bridge. There's not too many people there, but uh, I just happened. I was here last week, and there was quite a few in there, but they were smaller. Yeah. This time I get there, and there's quite a few four-footers and really? a lot of walleyes swimming in there, too, as yeah. well. Quite, yeah, every quite year. Isn't it interesting, Dan, how every year there's walleyes and muskies up in there? Yeah, it's you know? full of them right now. I can't believe it. Yeah. I wish I could fish a spot like <laughs> that. You know? yeah. yeah, that's great. Just don't seeing, we all? Seeing those big muskies. You know, I haven't done done it in maybe eight years. I don't think I've stood. But I used to stand there and just mesmerized. Yep. For an hour, I'd stand you there. Bet. I'll be going yeah. out there Monday or Tuesday. Check it out. Uh, yep. No, I got to check it out tomorrow. I got to yeah, go yeah, to Green awesome. Bay today. But tomorrow. I'll... Oh, wait a minute. That's right. I could do that tomorrow Tomorrow's... morning. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, tomorrow. and you can buy me breakfast, too, eh? There. Come. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to point out you talk about your sons quite a bit, and uh, yeah. I, have, I had the pleasure to work with uh, Nick for a few years at the uh, county parks. He's a, oh, he's a great dude. Great. Yeah, dude. yeah. You know, he lives in Arizona now, and with his wife and kids, and but they're moving back home. Uh, oh, end, yeah? end of this month cool. uh, into June. Yep, they'll be coming back to Wisconsin where they're supposed to be. Not down there in a yeah, desert. Good they'll be here to take care uh, of the old man. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I used to live down there as well. Yeah, when yeah, he... It's hot as hell down there. Yeah, when he was uh, going to college, uh, he worked at the county park over there. And you did that too, huh? Yep. Yeah, right. he's, like I say, I worked with him. He's a great guy. Yeah, 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 I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you raised him right. Yeah, I job. agree. Okay, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. No problem. Have All a right, good one. Take now. care. All right, we got an email here, Danny. This is from Ray. Ray says, hey, guys, what do you think about removing the hook from the Wolf River rig and tying on a float, a floating jig head instead with a minnow or plastic? Well, you know you know what, uh, Ray? Why don't you try that and let us know? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before, but you know what? I mean, There's I'm kind no of... reason it shouldn't work. I think, though, the current factor. Yeah, I think see... you probably need some current to... Yeah, see, yeah, I'm just wondering if it wouldn't that float wouldn't bring it up maybe a little too high. I mean, I don't know for sure because a lot of times you want to be closer to the bottom, right? And that float might bring it up a little too high. So I don't. Maybe for white bass it would be great, but I don't know for the walleyes. But so, try. I've is, never if you tried can put that. It in, it, if you can put it in the fish zone, there's no reason they shouldn't smack that. In fact, he's talking about using what a little fly or something. He's ta- or no, he's talking about uh, plastic. Take, you know, on a Wolf River rig, instead of having the hook hanging back there, 
you know, with a, a with the minnow minnow, on right. it. Put a, a put a floating jig on that instead. Floating jig. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just wondering if that wouldn't go up too high. I don't know. You're gonna mm. have to let us know, Ray. You have to try it. <laughs> let us know. I've never I've never done that. No. I've now for walleyes I have used floating jigs where it about uh, oh I'd say about. 10 inches in front of the floating jig, I had a enough of a weight to take it down to the bottom, you know, just a round sinker, and then let the let the floating jig come off the bottom maybe about 10 inches or a foot, roughly. You know? Right. So I've done that before, and that works, but I'm keeping it down near the bottom, though. Right. I don't know if that other way would work with the Wolf, Wolf Rubric. Maybe, maybe it would. though. Maybe it I would know. keep it up in the fish zone. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Yeah. Ray, let us know how it works. All righty. Yeah, now I'm going to be turning off this computer, Danny. I'm going to turn it off, and uh, I'm not going to take any more emails. How's that? Well, that's it's your show, Tom. You can yeah. <laughs> do what you want, buddy. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Closed. <laughs> Closed. And uh, The CEO guy's Yahoo inbox <laughs> yeah. is closed it's for another closed week. closed for the night. However, if you would like to send one during the week... Hey. Tom will be sure to get right to it and address I, it next week, every, Saturday. Every morning, yeah. Well, every morning, you know, a lot of times, uh, you know, people will they'll they'll write in like right now. Well, we don't have time to look at them now, okay. So, but whatever they do, write in if they got any questions that don't want to be on the air, or whatever. A lot of times, you know, every morning I'm on the computer like six in the morning, whatever, and I'm looking at those emails. And uh, so I always get back to people who write us. I always do. Never fail with that. And it you, might take them a while, folks. No, I, I get back right away, you know, usually on Monday morning or any time during the week whenever they send one because every day I look at it. So speaking every of, morning, speak, and that's about it. <laughs> speaking of every day, today yeah. is the grand opening for Smokey's Musky Shop. M- yep. Bingo Hall Bar the, and Casino the, it's on mis- the beautiful shores of Pewaukee Lake. Yep. Mistake on the lake where you can bring out stuff you want to sell, uh, trade, do whatever. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be leaving to go out there right after the show, so I'm, I'll am i be out there. The Muskies, Inc. Bluegill Contest has been canceled, but I believe they're going to have their meat raffle mm-hmm. deal there at Waterfront. So you got nothing going on today. You can go down, uh, say hello to Ron. Ron will be down there at the Muskie Shop. Oh, I'm yeah. Sure, right? Ron will be there. And yep. I'm sure you got a great stock of new baits and so oh. forth down there. We got some custom colored lures that are just awesome. We got all the new uh, uh, Schwartz's Slammers in. Uh, we got, oh, man, there are so many musky lures in that shop. We got a bunch of new stuff, too. Has that Bill is Schwartz really got cool. any new colors on the Slammer? I haven't been in the shop it, for a while. I. I think so because I was hanging them up. I was pricing them, and putting any, them up any, a week ago, a couple weeks ago. I know all the colors. Yeah, I, I own every one. Yeah, he might. He might have some new ones. Okay, I'm not positive. I, it, it's a blur when you go in there. It's a blur of color. The <laughs> other, the other good news, Tom. I don't know yeah. if you heard that. Uh, maybe we talked about it. The Dick Smiths. Uh, place might get the smiley face yeah, back on the barn. The people, somebody bought that the the barn, and they're gonna put the smiley face back on. We're gonna put that satanic symbol back up there again, guys. <laughs> so get ready, get ready for that. Yeah, we're gonna here. have some animal sacrifice. No, yeah, we won't do that. Bass. No, we'll be well, having you know, some bass sacrifices. We'll celebrate and- it by watching Strange Brew, Bob and Doug. The what greatest was it? Was it Bob movie. And- 
ever made. It was the McKinsey brothers. The McKinsey brothers. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Greatest movie ever. Well, <laughs> next week, guys, I'll make sure to give a San Diego fishing report. Hopefully, I I'll might, get a, yeah, a nice you can little, call us. Yeah, yeah I can do uh, that. I might. Uh, hook up with some of my single wealthy straight landowners friends from Douglas County and do some fishing, so it might be Tom alone here. Well, we'll see. Well, that's all I got, Danny. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.